0: Wrestling with siblings, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, the Yeah, yeah. Life is a fight, so I gotta get right. right. Can't have my back on the ropes. Never. This for my sister and bro. I swear that we'll make it. That's yeah, all that we, we hope. Like it's so cold. Yeah. Get here with a of. That's all that she wrote. The world that we live in has made me cut throat. Right. I started rapping about life just to cope. Now I been fire like Ricky yeah, Steamboat. Yeah. Straight from the bottom, got so much to gain. The I had bottom. to grind just to build on my name. Right. People call me champ, I'm feeling like Dwayne. I let it smack down, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Come the right.
1: pain. Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host Araceli and this is my co-host Armando.
0: Hi guys, I'm Armando and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings.
1: Alright, Happy New Year to every single one of you guys. And, Happy New Year to the WWE. We are on the first Raw of the year, which tells me it's going to be a really big Raw.
0: Yeah, and as well, Happy New Year to all you guys from Armando and Araceli here from Wrestling with Siblings. Hope you guys enjoyed your... New Year's with your family in this holiday season, and you know it's we're back on the grind, and hopefully you guys like our our content, and we will continue to be here throughout the rest of the year.
1: Yes, and you know what this means? New Year means Royal Rumble season. We are about three weeks away from the road to WrestleMania. Completely amazing! I am excited. Los Angeles, I don't think is ready for the Wrestlemania that's about to come their way
0: and also like it's a tradition with us we're gonna give you guys our predictions for this year's Royal Rumble both men's and women so stay tuned watch all the episodes because we're not gonna tell you on which one you guys are gonna have to watch all of them so you guys can figure out who our picks are for both men and women Royal Rumble matches so stay tuned for that guys 100%.
1: I don't think you guys are ready for these picks though, but let us know in the comments below who you think is winning the rumble and then we'll let you know on one of the episodes that's coming up in the next three weeks who our picks are. But let's get started with the bloodline. They come out and they immediately start invading Monday Night Raw. Now we know that they're part of the Smackdown brand, but because Roman Reigns is The WWE Universal Champion, they technically are allowed to show up on both brands. And they come out and they're like, you know what? We are taking over this show.
0: Yeah, and they're trying to make a statement to the entire locker room. Like, look, if you want to get to Roman, if you're going to mess with the bloodline, you're going to mess with all of us. And I mean, I can't blame them. It's it's a strong stable. Nobody has been able to defeat them. And, you know, the numbers game, they just, they're so good at what they do. So what is... That leads to that for the entire locker room to come out and try to separate the bloodline. And even then, that still wasn't enough to separate the bloodline from from invading Raw.
1: Yes. And as Armando said, the entire roster comes out. But they come out because Kevin Owens goes out and tries to attack them. And Adam Pearce is like, we're not going to do this tonight. We are definitely not going to do this tonight. Now, if you think about it, it's very, very interesting because... He kind of sends out a warning to not only the bloodline, but Roman Reigns. And he's like, they do not own this show. This is my show, which leads me to believe. If Roman keeps breaking these rules, there may or may not be some consequences to his actions.
0: I, I agree. You know, I, I think Roman is taking it too far. I think we all know that he you know, that he is a top dog in, in the, the WWE. And I think he's taking it too far with both Raw, especially with Raw. You know, I don't think there's a need for him to invade, but he's trying to make a statement. He's trying to prove that, like, you know what, I run this business and this is all me. And if you guys want to get to me, you guys need to get through
1: the bloodline. And I can't blame him. His track record definitely speaks for himself. He is the undisputed champion of the WWE right now. So I can't blame him. But that being said, the entire RAW roster does come out and it absolutely blows up this leads to adam pierce saying hey you guys want a match fine you're all going to be in a match tonight so that was his consequence for the blow line
0: and i think it's fair you know because if they're invading the show then what better way to do it than to have a match at raw so he pretty much put everybody on on a match like you said
1: 100 percent Let's move on to the very first match of the night, which was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. Starting off the year strong. I don't know if we're starting it off real strong for Bianca Belair since she's going to be defending, but I have all faith in Bianca Belair.
0: Yeah, and this is Bianca's first opponent for the new year. And it's not going to be easy because Alexa Bliss is a former champion and she's always been up there. And what better opportunity for Alexa Bliss than to regain her championship back then you know on the first episode of raw in new year's i mean she looked pretty good she was dominating even though the size difference was was there and the powerhouse too but i mean alexa Bliss has experience she's she's done it all she's won them and i think this match you know she showed her experience and i think she could have been victorious
1: i think she could have won yes but i feel like alexa wasn't fully there I think she wasn't fully 100% to her best potential. Yes, I understand that she was at a point where, at a very vulnerable state, I want to say that. We've seen some sort of transformation from Alexa Bliss over the last couple of weeks. And I think she really let that get in the way, which we saw throughout this match, where she starts to see Uncle Howdy masks standing in different parts of the ring which leads her to absolutely snap. Now this lets me to believe are we going to see her as Sister Abigail which keep in mind was never really confirmed or are we going to see another version of Lily? We know that she kind of was Lily before but does this lead to her being a Sister Abigail? It's very, very interesting because we saw a completely different side of Alexa. She was doing well in the beginning. And then as this match went on, it benefited Bianca Belair even more.
0: I think she's turning back into her self. I think she's going to go back to being the Alexa Bliss that we saw with The Fiend. Um, I think she's going to you know, develop into probably being Lily. Um, and I think Uncle, ha- Uncle Howdy is going to do a huge part. If it wasn't for that distraction, I do believe Alexa Bliss could have been victorious just because she began to dominate certain aspects of the match and she, I think she had Bianca's number and I guess if it wasn't for those distractions that she had I think she probably would have been victorious and we probably now we would have been saying that Alexa Bliss would have been the new Raw Women's Champion
1: and we haven't seen Alexa Bliss as champion in years I think it's definitely the time for her to regain that spot as the it woman but again Bianca Belair went in extremely confident it was her hometown I believe she went in and she absolutely knew you know what Alexa Bliss is the type of competitor that can take me beyond my means and that's exactly what Alexa did Alexa took her to a point where we haven't seen Bianca Belair in a while I think Bianca went really prepared I think she knew what she was getting herself into anything unexpected can happen with Alexa Bliss and I think she was prepared for that and that led to her victory
0: and I think I did see a little Bianca. She was a little off. I think all those matches throughout the year are starting to get to her being champion. The pressure from Bailey, from Damage Control. Now Alexa Bliss. I think everything is just starting to get to her. I think she's starting to feel the the pressure as champ. And you know what? That's what it takes to be a champion. You have to be able to, to be at the top of the mountain all the time and you're going to get comers from all sides. And I think Bianca's starting to starting to feel that on, on her part.
1: She's the number one target on Raw, you know, and everybody's going to come for her because she holds the highest standard in women's wrestling right now, or at least in the WWE with the Raw Women's Championship. And you can tell that it's starting to get to her. Keep in mind, this is the most important season for the WWE. She's going into the Rumble, and then after that, she has to go into WrestleMania. Will she walk in as champion? We don't know, but... The probability is that she will, and she's got to be very, very prepared for any opponent that steps in her way. All right, let's move on to Elias. Poor Elias, man. They never let the guy finish. Never in the history of Elias being in WWE has he ever been able to perform a song.
0: It's an injustice. I mean, every single superstar that goes out there doesn't want Elias to perform. I mean, I personally heard his music, and I think he's great. I think he deserves a Grammy. Again, he hasn't been nominated. I don't know who's in charge of the Grammys, but if you guys are nominate Elias he will sell out the Grammys for sure.
1: Hey if he finally gets to perform and we get to see him at the Grammys just imagine that you'll finally get a live performance from Elias but in this case Solo Sukhoi was like absolutely not. He comes out and this leads to a match between Elias and Solo.
0: This is a different version of Elias that actually, and I kind of liked it because he was aggressive but not only that he was trying to get revenge. If you guys remember a couple weeks ago Solo tried to pretty much end Elias's career, and this was the perfect opportunity for Elias. I mean, we saw an aggressive Elias. He was focused. He really wanted to damage Solo, and I really like like this version of Elias. I think if if he comes out as this version of being aggressive, being focused, and the way he came out in this match, I think he he's going to do great things.
1: Also, I do agree with you, but I think he went in to this match with a lot more confidence and that's something we don't usually see from Elias and aside from that I don't know if it was because there was no bloodline with Solo it was literally just Solo by himself or if Elias is like I am coming for every single person from now on and he gave a performance of a lifetime I love this new character I think it's going to go really really great for Elias I
0: think it also had to do with revenge like we said you know I think that was a huge huge factor on 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 his point you know he was able to focus on the match and you know, he was being aggressive. He was just swinging those guitars and breaking them on Solo's back like crazy. You know, and they went pretty much everywhere around the ring. And I really like this version of, of Elias, especially against a a competitor like Solo. We know Solo is the toughest guy in India uh, in and the bloodline. You know, I mean, they would break guitars on his back and he wouldn't even move.
1: I know that is absolutely insane. And as I said, or as Armando said, actually. Elias gave him a performance of a lifetime and Solo is the Guy right now in the bloodline that is probably the most powerful and he showed that and You got to give props to solo man. He does not miss a single beat Every single move that he does he connects it and he makes sure it is perfect every single time he connects it and that's something that is gonna help him in the long run and again Guitars were broken, drums were tossed, everything was chaos. But again, this type of match always benefits somebody like Solo.
0: Yeah, the aggression, the power, definitely it does it. You know, poor Elias got put through the piano and unfortunately, he lost.
1: Yep, poor Elias. Well, hopefully next week he gets to actually perform an actual song since his feud with Solo might potentially be over. All right. Let's move on to the Usos and Sammy, basically the bloodline, versus the Street Profits and Kevin Owens. These teams are absolutely breaking all glass ceilings that there is for tag teams. There is, You have the Usos. We've said it before. They are probably the best tag team in the WWE right now, and I think followed by them is the Street Profits. I think Ford is going to be... Once the Street Profits break, I think so. Uh, Ford is going to be a really great singles competitor, yeah, to be completely and honest.
0: The Blue Line doing what they do best in, in all their matches. They look for the numbers game. They look for the 2-on-1 situations, 3-on-1. They know how to distract the ref. They're all on the same page. And I think that's the difference between this tag team and the rest of them. And we even saw it here today. You know, they look to isolate Kevin Owens. They look to isolate... Angelo Dawkins, why right? Montes Ford wasn't all there because of what had happened to Bianca Belair earlier. You know, we kind of see him like days off here and there. So, you know, they took advantage. It was pretty much a three on two match. And what do they do? They just pound on you like, like dogs. They're, they're just there. And this is a perfect example why the blue line is where it's at. You know, they, they're just, they're just too good at what they do. They
1: figured out how to work together and they figured out how to incorporate Sami Zayn into that. I'm not surprised about the Usos being able to work together. Why? They're brothers. They're twins. They've been doing this since they were little kids, but they added Sami Zayn and he fits in super, super well with the bloodline. And I think that's something that you really got to give props to the Usos because they've adapted him into this. And of course, Ford, you said it. He wasn't fully there because Bianca Belair got attacked, completely attacked by Alexa Bliss uh, in the previous match. But you got to give it to Kevin Owens as well. He came out here and he was fired up. He wants to prove that he is better than the bloodline and he wants to go after... Roman Reigns in that championship and he firmly believes he can be the man that takes down Roman Reigns but for that he's gonna need a lot more than just himself
0: and not only that he also wants to help out his best friend Sammy Zane he knows he's in bad steps he knows that him being in the bloodline is not gonna benefit and he knows that at some point the bloodline is gonna betray him because he knows how Roman is he knows how the Usos are do I agree with them? at some point I do I think Sammy's doing pretty good with the bloodline but again you know Kevin Owens is just looking out for for his best interest but i'll do i will tell you this though the bloodline better be careful because them invading raw the way they are they're starting to create a lot of enemies and i think that is probably going to end up haunting them at the end so bloodline be careful i'm not just saying it because you know i think it, it's what i'm seeing here you're, you're out there every single day every monday night raw you're invading raw eventually you're going to start creating enemies and that is not going to sit well with the Raw roster. And that's where the numbers game is going to get you guys.
1: Well, not only are they going to have targets on SmackDown, but they are going to have the targets from Raw. And that's going to become an even bigger problem, not only for the tag team champions, but for Roman Reigns himself. Now, keep in mind, Roman sends the bloodline there. But Adam Pierce is starting to get very, very frustrated with the bloodline showing up unannounced and just completely destroying his entire roster he is not happy about it and i can tell you something right now he's gonna do something about it i have some ideas he might end up stripping roman he might end up taking the titles from the usos you never know to what extreme adam pierce will be willing to go i mean hell he fired bobby lashley a couple weeks ago that could be the faith of somebody from the bloodline if they don't stop attacking Raw.
0: Yeah, and he needs to get control over the situation because he's starting to get out of hand with the bloodline and It could only go so far, and Adam Peer needs to get a handle on this. And I think the moment he does, I think things are going to be better for for the bloodline.
1: Yes. Don't create yourself enemies, man. Listen to this guy right here. If you create more enemies, you're going to be more prone to losing those titles. All right, let's move on to Chad Gable versus Dexter loomis pretty good match i think strategically chad gable went in and he immediately started to target the arm of dexter loomis why he's creating himself an opportunity he knows that if he can take the arm out it's going to get him one step closer to getting victory
0: yeah and also chad gable relied on his athleticism and his ability to move quickly throughout the ring he's like you know what i'm gonna capitalize i'm gonna quicken the pace but i just dexter loomis was just too much he's well focused on what he's doing and you know, he's such a unique athlete, such a unique uh, person that you don't know what he's going to come up with. And I think that's the advantage that he goes in going into these matches. Because no matter how much you study him, you don't know what he's going to come up with.
1: Yep. And I think that's where he came out short. Especially because you he had Otis at ringside. And that still didn't help Chad Gable get a win over Dexter Loomis. I think Dexter's experience, his style, he outsmarted somebody like Chad Gable, and you can tell that Gable was in a spot where he was like, I cannot believe i just lost to Dexter. But it's going to be interesting to see where Dexter Lumis goes next.
0: And not only that, Dexter uses a lot of head games, you know, so that plays a huge factor in all his matches.
1: 100%. All right, let's move on to damage control. Basically, Bailey comes out, and she's ready to celebrate the new year. They are in a good mood, especially because they debuted in... Nashville at SummerSlam last year, and they basically come out, and she's like, I beat Becky Lynch fair and square, and this is when Becky comes out, and she's like, no, I want to face you tonight, and she's like, absolutely not, I already beat you fair and square. Now, if you ask me, I mean, she did get a win over her, so, you know, she refused to do that, so she told her, you know what, why don't you just face my girls, you're so interested in what they're doing, why don't you go against... Eo and Dakota and that is exactly what Becky said she was like you know what I am it's gonna be a handicap match because I don't have a partner I don't have a phone there's nobody I can call but let's go for a handicap match
0: hey props to Becky her proving why she is the man and why she is where she's at she's gonna take on the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions Hey, all by herself. I, I I don't blame her, you know. If I didn't have anybody and I didn't have backup, then I probably would have done the same thing, you know. It it's hard because it's going to get to that point during the match where you're going to get tired, you're going to get exhausted. You need a breather and you know, no matter who you are when there's a numbers game, it's always going to be impossible.
1: She walked in with a disadvantage, but at least we knew she was prepared. She knew she got herself into that match. She walked in with an extreme disadvantage. It wasn't a 2 on 1, it was a 3 on 1 because they had Bailey at ringside and at this point Becky Lynch is literally holding her own. She was strategic with what she did. She went after one, made sure they were on the ground, went after the other one, and kept going back and forth between the two. And then eventually it got to the point, like, as you said, she needed a breather. She needed that help. She needed support. And out of nowhere, we just see Mia Yim come out and just literally insert herself into this match. She came to the aid of Becky Lynch. Not necessarily that she needed it, but she was there. For Becky Lynch to help her out against damage control
0: yeah and it was very interesting that she came out to help out the man Becky Lynch I mean I don't blame her I think she wants some sort of alliance with her you know and who knows they might be tag teams and they might be able to dethrone uh damage control who knows we've seen a lot of unique tag teams in the WWE and I think if Becky and and uh Mia Yen, Mia, Mia Chen um they uh if they get together and they're on the same page. I think they could possibly in this tag team. Who knows? I mean, we'll we'll see. It. I like what I saw, you know, the couple minutes they were in the ring together and, and they worked as a tag team. It looks like they were on the same page. So I think they're going to want to go for the, uh, for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles for
1: sure. I can see that happening. I can for sure see that happening. But you have to give props to damage control they have a down the division for as long as they possibly could and they work really 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 well together and i think their mentor being bailey has really taken this team to a whole nother level they are ready for a fight at any given time they are there they show up they defend the titles when they have to defend those titles and they work really really well together and you have to give them those props because i think not everybody has that and i think that's where people underestimate them
0: and bailey Knowing Becky Lynch, she knew that if she kept on picking at Becky and kept on picking at Becky, eventually Becky was going to snap and attack her or vice versa. And sure enough, that's what happened. And that's when Damage Control was able to take control of the match and pretty much get the victory for their
1: side. This is why Bailey is there to manage them. That's what she does. She makes sure she's right there at the right time, at the right moment for her team to be able to get a win. And that's exactly what they did. They got a victory over Becky Lynch. They pinned Mitchin, but they still got a win. A win is a win, man.
0: She took it for the team, and at the end of the day, they were successful.
1: Yes. All right. This is probably by far the best segment, I think, that happened on Raw. We got to see Dominic Mysterio come out, and he says, Prison changes a man. He's a completely different person. Obviously, him getting arrested over the holidays, specifically on Christmas Eve, because he went over to Ray's house and he was basically trying to pull the same thing he pulled for Thanksgiving, which was trying to attack Ray Mysterio.
0: Yeah, and all I gotta say is, where's the Judgment Day? I mean, they couldn't bail him out, they left him there over the weekend. I get it. The weekend, you know, probably you know, jail or prison was closed and, you know, <laughs> there was nobody working in the office and he probably had to get processed. I mean, I don't know how it works. You know, but again, judgment day. I mean you, you can't let your boy be there, you know. I mean, I know he's already got the street because <laughs> he's he's in he's in the can, but hey, you know what? <laughs> we'll we'll see how it plays out for for Dominic.
1: I think they were just enjoying the holidays with each other and they completely just forgot about yeah. Dominic. Where was Rhea Ripley and all of this? Yeah. You know, that's that's mommy right there, so she completely just left him stranded in prison, but I think he's ready to come back. It said he's a changed man, so we'll see when he makes his return back to TV how changed he is.
0: I think we're gonna see a, a better side of him, more more confident, more more with a little swagger, more like you know what I'm a badass. You know, I think he, I think this is what he's needed for his character because I think he's doing a good job. He just needs a little bit more of that little sauce. You know, that little yeah. spice too. you know, the pep in the step. <laughs> That's what he needs. And I think he's going to do good. And hopefully this is, you know, he learns a lot while he's in, in jail or prison <laughs> where wherever he's at, you know.
1: Did you see that he has a teardrop tattoo under his eye? Yeah. That is by far the funniest thing because no matter how bad you can portray Dominic, he still has that baby face. So he still looks like somebody that wouldn't go up to you and, you know, just poppy one but after seeing that teardrop tattoo he is definitely a changed man and i cannot wait to see him come back so we can see the new version of dominic mysterio
0: he's got the street credit now so yeah we'll see where where that takes him
1: all right let's move on to our main event for the highest price on raw austin theory is going to defend the united states championship against seth freaking rollins
0: I gotta say this is probably one of the toughest defense for for Austin Theory. I mean, he's not only facing Seth Rollins, he's facing the Revolutionary, the Visionary, Seth freaking Rollins, Mr. Monday Night Raw, you name it, Seth has done it all. And I think for Austin Theory, they make a name for himself, and if he was if he's able to dominate and get through Seth Rollins, this is, I think, the match that he needs that's gonna probably put him in in the
1: map. I've said it before you can go back and check this guy is the future now he doesn't like to be called the future so I will say he is the now he absolutely dominated that match with Seth Rollins and I think this is Austin Theory's best match yet yes they put him with Seth Rollins but at the end of the day you have to analyze what he's been doing he completely did a 360. He changed his entire character, he changed his gimmick, he goes out there, he performs, and he proved that he can hang with somebody like Seth Rollins. And and not only that, he got a victory over Seth freaking Rollins. A clean victory. Well, okay, he did a couple things here and there that weren't necessarily legal, but as the champion, you gotta do what you gotta do to retain that championship and that is exactly what Austin Theory did and I don't think Seth Rollins was prepared for somebody like Austin Theory.
0: Following back on that comment like we always say when you're a champion you have to change your game plan it's not all about winning it's all about learning how to survive and how to survive the match and how to retain sometimes you don't have to win cleanly sometimes you have to use dirty tactics sometimes you have to do whatever it takes to win and that's part of being a champion you being able to survive the match and being able to retain it doesn't matter how you do it. And another thing too, this past year, Austin Theory grew up so much. He grew, he learned from his mistakes. And I think that this first, I got to say his rookie year, if you want to call it that year, he learned so much. And I think he's taking everything that he has learned and he put it all into what he is right now. He doesn't come out with the cell phone no more. He's more serious. He's more aggressive. He's more focused. And he has a goal, what he wants to do.
1: Yes. And I think he has a clear vision of where he wants to go. And not only did he just take everything he learned over the last year. I think he took all the criticism and really applied it into his character. I mean... Kevin Owens tried knocking sense into him. Seth Rollins tried knocking sense into him. A series of people tried knocking some sense into him that you have got to get away from this character. You have to prove that you want to be here. You have to prove that this is what you want in order for you to get to where he wants. And that's what he's been doing. And look at him. He got to win over Seth Rollins. And he's retaining his championship. You got to give it to Austin Theory. That athleticism, that hard word that he's been putting in over the course of the last couple of months has really paid off and i would say he's a future which he definitely is he doesn't like to be called that he likes to be called the now but i don't think you guys are ready for this version of theory that we're going to be getting And if i were roman i'd be very very careful because you never know when somebody like austin theory may strike
0: yeah he i think roman got lucky with a lot of the cash ins unsuccessfully by by austin Theory, but again that's part of the matureness i think he he rushed it. I think he didn't look for the perfect timing. I think the bloodline line had a lot to do with it, but if the bloodline line wouldn't have been there, I think Austin Theory for sure would have cashed it and would've walked champion and any of his opportunities where he had the briefcase.
1: And he's taken every single opportunity he's gotten, he's ran with it, and it's gonna be very, very interesting to see where Austin Theory goes from here. As you guys said, as I said before, this guy is really gonna be that person that pushes. The future of the WWE.
0: Huge win for Austin Theory tonight against Seth Rollins. We'll see where this win takes him, and we'll see if he continues up with Seth Rollins or who's next for the challenge. I mean, I, I really don't see anybody taking down Austin Theory for for quite some time. I think he's gonna do great things, and you know, I don't see like I said, I don't see anybody in the roster really stepping up and and dethroning him from the U.S. Championship.
1: 100% agree with you on that one. Once again, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays from Wrestling With Siblings. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And stick with us through this year. Because I guarantee you it's going to be a fantastic year. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for. I want to know what does WWS stand for?
0: Wrestling With Siblings. Thank you guys so much. And see you guys next time.